insecurities even after I became a Christian because I wasn't seeing myself through the eyes of Scripture. I rejected myself and I didn't like myself because I didn't see myself as God saw me. I didn't know who I was in Christ. See 2 Corinthians 5.21 I wasn't rooted and grounded in His love and I didn't know I could find my approval in Him. Even though, according to Scripture, I had been recreated in Christ, see Ephesians 2.10, and had been made a new creature and given a fresh start and a great future, I still saw myself as a failure and someone unlovable and unacceptable. My life was very hard during that time. I was continually frustrated and had no real peace or joy because I had a poor self-image and felt nobody liked me. Those feelings caused me to act as though I didn't need people, as if I didn't care how they felt about me. Yet down deep inside, I really did care, and tried very hard to be what I thought others expected of me. But as I studied the Word of God, I learned I was valuable in who I am in Christ, not in what I do or in other people's opinions of me. I realized I didn't have to stay insecure because when God looked at me, He saw the righteousness of His Son Jesus, see 2 Corinthians 5.21, not everything that was wrong with me or that I had done wrong, and the truth set me free. For the first time in my life, I felt secure. Part of our inheritance as believers is to be secure, see Isaiah 54.17, to know who we are in Christ, to have a feeling of righteousness or rightness with God. God declares we have worth and value by the fact that He sent His Son Jesus to die for us. We are not supposed to go around all the time feeling wrong about ourselves, as so many people do. Usually, people who think that way think, there's something wrong with me. I'm not what I need to be. I'm not where I need to be. I don't look the way I should look. I'm not talented. I don't do this. I don't do that. I don't something else. The devil likes to remind us of what we are not, but God delights in affirming us and reminding us of who we are and what we can do through Jesus. Philippians 3.3 tells us to Put no confidence or dependence on what we are in the flesh and on external appearances, but to glory and pride ourselves in Jesus Christ. We are to look at Jesus, not ourselves. Insecurity stems from looking at our weaknesses, our flaws and inabilities. Freedom from insecurity comes when we do what Hebrews 12.2 instructs us to do. Look away from all that distracts us to Jesus, who is the author and finisher of our faith. Our flaws will certainly distract us if we pay too much attention to them. We should confess our faults to God and trust Him to change us in His own way and timing. Knowledge leads to deliverance. Do you live under a burden of guilt and condemnation, feeling unrighteous, unworthy, and insecure? Are you a people-pleaser, always looking for the approval of others? If the answer is yes, then I hope by the grace and the mercy of God to help you get over those feelings, because they affect not only your personal relationships, but also your prayer life and your ability to be promoted in life. They certainly steal your joy and your peace, and that is not God's will for you or anyone else. 
God's will is that you enjoy your life, and you can do that if you know how. That how is what I want to share with you in Approval Addiction. In the following sections are some tremendous insights I learned from God that helped me overcome the insecurities in my life and live in the righteousness, peace, and joy that are ours as children of God. See Romans 14.17 I have divided the program into three sections. Part 1 deals with accepting who we are in Christ, understanding we aren't perfect and that it is okay. Part 2 addresses some specific addictions that hinder our walk with God and with others and what we need to do to overcome them. Finally, in Part 3, I talk about some general truths regarding our wholeness in God and where we need to be headed in our lives if we're truly going to beat our addiction to approval. Throughout this program, I will walk you through the steps and show you relevant scriptures and personal stories to show you you're not alone and there is ultimate triumph. I pray that as you listen to this program, you will begin to experience healing and freedom. The pathway to freedom is not necessarily an easy one, but pressing forward toward that goal is definitely easier than remaining in bondage. Knowledge of your right standing with God and the truth about your righteousness leads to deliverance from such feelings as condemnation, defeat, inadequacy, insecurity, and the need for approval from people. You will be lifted to new levels of freedom and become a confident, mature person, one who can walk in the security of who you are in Christ. His approval will be all you need. So take that first step now to overcome the approval addiction by taking an honest look at who you are and how you feel about yourself.